You're listening to the Up North Pewcast. Woo! I smell barbecue! If it's about barbecue in the Upper Midwest, we're talking about it. Welcome to the Up North Qcast. I'm Tori and I have Matt with me today. And we are truly, truly up north. We are. Two and a half hour drive to Brainerd. I thought you were going to fall asleep, Tori. You know what? It was a late night, early morning for me, so you're, you're, you're right. Yeah, that's okay. You know, I had to... Had to go knock on your door and bang on your door to get you out of bed, huh? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. No, it was, it was a nice drive, and we're, we're very happy to be up here. We are at the Grillapalooza here in Brainerd at the Smoke Shack Barbecue Supply Store. Uh, and there's also uh, the Brainerd Boat Show going on across the street. Yeah, and, I, and it's an annual event. Um, I tell you, we pulled in here, and parking was... Uh, premium pretty dicey yeah <laughs> we had to kind of slide into a spot and we got lucky yeah so, so it sounds like it's going to be a big good day yeah and it's what time is it probably pushing noon now and it's uh, there's a lot of people here so mm-hmm. we're excited to you know we're going to be talking to the machete boys barbecue team david ellis and and his crew um they are a championship barbecue team you know from minneapolis they have competed in more than 40 competitions across the midwest since making the jump from backyard to pro in 2019 so they're now a pro team so that's kind of cool. They're the first pro team we're going to talk to on the podcast. Entering their third full season, they're looking to pile on the wins, bring home that ever-so-elusive first grand championship, and to make the inaugural trip to the American Royal. So it's going to be really fun to talk to the, Ed David and the crew. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to try some of his samples. They're, they're cooking up today, and it smells good. It does. There's a hasty bake right there. There's a Green Mountain going. Um, they're doing ribs. Looks like some, I think, pulled pork, too. Yeah, some chicken as well. Chicken. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, so... Hopefully you'll stay tuned and, and listen to the wonderful interviews. We're also going to speak with Corey with the Smokesack Barbecue Supply Store. So stay tuned. All right. All right. Well, welcome back to the Upmarth Qcast. Uh, we are sitting here with Corey J. He is the owner of the Smokestack Barbecue Supply Store. How's it going, Corey? Doing great. How are you guys today? You know what? It could be a better day for barbecue and uh, some boating, right? You know what? It, it is gorgeous out today. We're, we're finally getting to a point where we can enjoy outdoor weather again. Absolutely. You didn't advertise this event, did you? I mean, maybe a little. It's, there's one or two people here. There yeah. Is. There's there's food, there's people, there's excitement. You know, we're, I'm impressed. Yeah. Thank you. It's uh, It's been a long time coming. So this is our second time doing the Grillapalooza event. And yeah, advertising helps, but so does great deals on smokers. Well, absolutely. <laughs> yep. We got here and the parking was just like, okay, we better sneak in and get a spot real quick here. <laughs> um, I thought I seen you guys park on the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> we just pulled on the right up on the sidewalk, <laughs> you know. Oh man! No, no, it's a beautiful store. It's what what building is this in? I mean, it's just a beautiful place. So this is the historic rail rail yard buildings. It's the Northern Pacific Center in Brainerd, and they were these were built in like 1871. They're beautiful. Wow. It's awesome out here. And what? how fitting the smokestacks in the background here. There is. We'll have I to take a picture of that. that. Yeah, I didn't even notice it. Wow. So what are the smokestacks from then? So that's the old power plant of the property. And that would have been big steam generators that ran the power for the whole facility. Very good. Are you from Brainerd originally then? I am not from Brainerd. I've lived here the majority of my life. I'm from uh, central eastern Iowa, oh. about an hour east of Des Moines. Okay. Down in corn country? I, I think that's what they call it, right? <laughs> call it something. They've called it a lot of things. But 35W, you just keep going? Yeah. Right, right by it? That might be the friendliest no. thing I've ever heard it called. <laughs> no, Iowa is, is beautiful, actually. It's, there's a lot of nice cities there. I've been there quite a few times, uh, Des Moines and different different cities. So, 
But um, yeah, we le- we love to hear about this event. You know, um, the Grilla Palooza. Tell us about it. Yeah, so uh, you know, we decided to have a big grilling event. We started the barbecue store a little while before this came about, and they were doing the Brainerd Boat Show. And I said, you know, what a great way to kick off spring boat show going on. Get everybody out thinking about sp- spring, summer, everything happening. And we just wanted to blow out the grills and get get rolling for the spring. Okay. For sure, and with the boat show, that's that's traffic right there. It is. You know, I think we actually might create more traffic for them now than they create for us, which is cool. I believe that. <laughs> so so this is an annual event. How long have you guys been in the business here? So we're going on our second year is all. We're, we, we're pretty new to the business right now. Okay. Now, are you a barbecue guy? I mean, why'd you, uh, why'd you get into the barbecue supply business? Tell us about that. You know, my dad, my sister, myself, we've always talked about getting into barbecue supply. And, you know, we've shipped in stuff from all over you're always online looking for your best supplies and everybody's ordering on amazon or wherever else you know so i said god it'd be nice if you could find something around here where you could get the supplies and with with covid kind of changing the world we uh, thought it was the best time to get into it for sure so what did you set on the name for smokestack was it because the stacks behind us or what (laughs) actually Oddly enough, the, the smokestacks here had nothing to do with it. Okay. So the initial opening location was set in Cross Lake. So we own another business. We had a small show space that was available next to us, and we decided to open up the barbecue supply store right next to that business that we already had. And then we had an opportunity to move into here. It was a, would have been a year ago, oh, October, I believe, this past October. So it's just over a year at this location. Okay. We had an opportunity to set up a small shop here. It was supposed to be a temporary, short-term shop, mm-hmm. and uh, here we are a little over a year later, and we're still kicking it here. It's fun. So, you know, and it's great. Before we started, we talked a little bit about, you know, us getting better and things like that. Since you've been in the business, what what have you learned? What's what's changed you know, in a couple of years that you've been doing this? What have you uh, learned about the business? You know, the business side is trying to learn how to run retail. That was the biggest thing for me. I, I'm a construction guy. I'm a just a construction. I was a roofer, gutter guy before and got into the barbecue supply business. I have no clue how to do retail. It's, it's, uh, the, the passion has to be there, I think, for it. But we're learning supply chain issues, which I hate that term. But yeah, Every podcast we do, we talk about that. It's, mm-hmm. it's with the, the way of things now. Yeah, Supply chain is, 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 is tough on, on retail. Yeah, it's it's been weird, which, and oddly enough, and I, I have really bad OCD, so they've kept changing the color of the lids on everything. <laughs> and it just drives me nuts. Because they get what they get. Yeah. Right? They're, they're like, sorry, that's all they had this time. It's you know, It could be white, could be black, so you, could be red. So you get this, this spice, and it's like, the shaker top's different. Or, 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 or a quarter inch different in height. Oh, that's, really? <laughs> and then it doesn't fit on your shelf right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. What? Who designed the store? Because you said you're new to retail. It, it's it, it's laid out very well. So that was uh, that was me. I just had a. I've kind of had a vision for how I've wanted things laid out anyway. But um, you know, I I've done a little bit of research on sight lines and the way traffic flows around stores, and then you, you don't really realize how much you start paying attention to it once you open a retail store. I just started walking through other stores and seeing how they're laid out and. You, you can see there's a method to the madness with well, the, all of it. Well, the big box stores spend a lot of money on that. That is, that is, they do research on that stuff. So you're a smart guy. I Don't tell anybody that. <laughs> we just did. 
No, uh, tell us about some products that you have. You have a lot of products about your smokers. No, tell us about some of the brands that you carry. Yeah, so we've got Green Mountain Grills. We've got Pit Boss Louisiana. We've got PKs. We actually right now we're out of the great Gateway Drums. Normally we would have those. Um, we we've got a little bit of everything. I don't know if you've seen the big pig in the background. That's yes. probably one of the one of the most fun things I've got to bring into the <laughs> <Okay>. store. <laughs> all right, the big pig. Yep. And then we we've got seasonings and sauces and rubs from all over the place. Oh my goodness! It's, did you see the wall in there? We yes. Did, did yes. you buy anything yet? Not yet. I'm, I, you know what? It, we it's couldn't crazy. get through the the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just it's like just start elbowing around in there. How do you choose? I mean, it's it's so much. I mean, yeah. How do you, how do you how do you? I mean, speaking of that, what's what's people looking for nowadays? What's popular? Not not necessarily a, a, a name brand, but what what flavor po- profile are people looking for nowadays? In God, your opinion, that's a tough question. Um, There's so much out there, isn't it? Yeah, got, and everybody's a little bit different. So that like my flavor profile is probably different than yours. I heard you like steak well done. So I'm, <laughs> I'm assuming. Do, do you want to know something? We stopped for breakfast this morning. And guess what he ordered? Well done steak. Well done hash browns and well done eggs. Is, is that a thing? Is that well done eggs? Wow. Over, well, scrambled hard is what he said. You know, I, I thought I thought we were friends. <laughs> That's how you know we're friends. <laughs> I'm being nice. <laughs> He's got to give, give you some jabs. It's yeah. all good. It's all good. But yeah, I'll just you know it, we we talk about that a lot. You know, with the, even barbecue rubs and. Um, uh, barbecue sauces. People have different flavor profiles, so I'm just curious to see what you know. Well, what what, what are some saying? big sellers? Because that'll tell us a little bit. So, what, hardcore carnivore black is like really? the biggest one right now for steak. I have um, that. Yeah, it's it's got activated charcoal in it. It's really good. Um, she does a really good job at marketing her product too, which just helps Riles. a lot. Yeah, yep. and it's it's been a fun one. Everybody's always curious when they see it. They're like, "This, how is this a seasoning?" It's it's got charcoal. It's got what charcoal. Is, yeah. That's weird. It's kind of black. <laughs> it's good though. Yeah, it really it's is. really good. And then our like our number one sauce right now is Jimmy Ray's mustard sauce. I don't know if you guys have tried it. I can attest to that. That that is good stuff. He he tried some of the, the product in here and oh he loves it i have some in my fridge we actually interviewed jimmy ray he's yep. a great guy <laughs> he's a he's a cat funny cat <laughs> we, we had fun talking with him jimmy yes. and janelle yep some yep. of my favorite people i actually met them at a barbecue contest oh man it, this probably would have been like 10 15 years ago or something like that okay he's been and, been doing it for a while then huh? oh yeah, yeah. I, they just started marketing the sauce in the last few years i believe sure. but mm-hmm. um yeah they're they're just fantastic salt of the earth people they are I love seeing them every week they're really nice people yeah that mustard's pretty new it just came out was it uh last year wasn't it it was and it was last year yeah, yeah. i want to say it was like about the same time we opened the store so i think it would have been like a year and a half ago was, was it okay. Sauce. okay and then they brought out Right after they brought out the barbecue sauce, and then they've got the peach and the jalapeno now. Yep, I think that's it. Yep. Yeah. You also carry other local brands too. Can you tell us a few of those? We do. Yeah, we've got the. Um, let's see. You're gonna put me on the spot. Croy Valley's one. <laughs> Croy Valley. Uh, Salmon Centers. Yep. Um, Centers. We just brought in some smoking bro stuff. I seen you guys interviewed them a while back. You bet. Um, we, we did Saints and Centers too. Yep. We did. Yep. Uh, have you guys heard of Corky's? Not. Yeah, Corky's is in Memphis, right? Nope, they're out of Iowa. So there's two two different Corky's. Okay, but the there's one out of Memphis. There's uh, there's one out of Mason City, Iowa. Okay, I, it's kind of Mason City because I'm from Iowa, right? And they're not there anymore. Their son is. So okay. th- they're snowbirds. They're hiding in Arizona from all of us. <laughs> but, <wow>. Lucky them. <laughs> It's a little nicer down there, I've heard. Absolutely. So the Machete Boys, what's your affiliation with them? 
So we met him at a barbecue contest about oh, two years ago, something like that. Okay. And David and I hit it off. We were good friends, and we, he came up and actually this event no it was just before this event so it would have been thanksgiving here that year the the season we opened up he did a turkey cooking class for us here and they uh him and i were chatting he's like you know i'd really like to get a sponsor i said everybody's after my money david (laughs) (laughs) you're not the only one david come on yeah (laughs) but he's there he's a damn good cook He's he a is. very good cook. He's standing over here in the distance. Yeah, we just tried some ribs. Were they good? Wow. I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm no, they were very good. Very good. Were they overdone? No. No? No. They're, they're just That's perfect. Good. They were a competition bite. That's what perfect. I would say. That's awesome. And, and everybody, we would watch folks come out with the ribs in their hands, and they're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So huge smile. David Ellis and the Machete Boys have some skills, and that's why they're a pro team now. Yep. And they, they've been getting out there and going to a lot of competitions. David is an awesome guy on social media. He's a, good at getting the name out there. Mm-hmm. We partnered with him because he, he's not afraid to get out there and talk with people and, no, and tell them all the tricks, which mm-hmm. is awesome. He he was in there talking about, uh, you know. The pork he, temperature. Yeah, he said, you, you know, you don't have to cook at 225. He was talking about temperatures with, with your customers, and, mm-hmm. and that's why he's here. Yep. And it, so, like, our slogan here is creating backyard legends. And I've seen that. It's on your shirt. <laughs> yep. So David hates it because he's like, I, I'm not just a backyard guy now, you know. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, it's really good because David's willing to share tips and tricks with everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's all about. Like, we, we love sharing how to do what we do. We love getting people to get better at the backyard cooking. And that's what it's all about for us is just making friends in the barbecue world. The more inviting you can make your store the more successful you're going to be too. I mean, that's that's a big part of what you do is help people. It is, and that's that's a lot of fun. I mean, you see the happiness on people's face when they come back in the next week. Mm-hmm. Like, I tried what you said. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Yep, you know? that's perfect, perfect. So so tell me, what's uh, what's coming up new for uh, the old smokestack? What, what do you got in the works of? I mean, what, what can the, our listeners expect to see coming up? So we had we opened up Cross Lake first, Brainerd second, and now we just opened one in Alexandria. Um, so we're excited over there. We moved into a tiny space over there, and I think we were in like 800 square feet or something. It wasn't very much. It's a little one, yeah. And but it was in the hopes of taking over more space. We just started moving into it. We've got a new classroom space at that one. Oh, that's gonna be awesome. It's like 4,800 square feet is the total square footage of the store now. Okay. Wow. So who does your classes for you? So David's going to be doing a few. Okay. Um, we're going to get a few different pro teams involved in it, and then we'd like to get a few of the guys that make the seasonings and sauces to come up and do a few. But I, I've done some. I'm not, like, I'm just good at business, I think. I'm not as good of a cook <laughs> as my dad and my sister. But <laughs> Yeah, t- tell us about your family. They're involved, right? They are. You know, it's a it's a family passion hobby. So it's we all have day jobs. We all have something we're doing. This is our hobby store. Okay. Um, I I come here so I get to hang out with my family because we're all so busy. We get to work together here. So my dad and my sister are both running around in there, brother-in-law, best friend, everybody. So um, they, they're they the true barbecue people. I, I'm decent at it. I'm, I'm, I can make a good brisket. I can make good food. Sure. But they're, they're the true barbecue team. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How about your staff? All hands on deck today? It is. Yeah, we've got actually... People from all the companies that we run are here helping today. Wow. So it's normally during the week, you know, we have one or two staff on. Um, for Grillapalooza, I think there's 
Oh, man, I think there's probably eight, ten of us in there helping yeah, out there's today. A lot, there's a lot of a uh, lot of black and orange shirts. Yeah, running around. That's good. That's yeah, we're just looking at that. Uh, you guys open Monday through Sunday, so. Yep, we, seven days a week. We like to make sure we're always around. A little bit shorter on Sunday, but at least they can come in and grab some rub if they need it if they're going to grill that day. Absolutely, it's, it's yes. good to be open. We advertise the hours eleven to three on Sunday, but Sunday is kind of the day that I, we usually hang out up here. Okay. So, we, a lot of times people will stop in at four or five o'clock. We're still sitting here hanging out. Yeah, uh, it's it's good. We we sell if if we're here, we'll sell to Yeah, sure. If the door's open. Come on in. Come on right? in. That's yeah. right. we'll, we'll make a sale. <laughs> So how, what's your, uh, speaking of sales, you know, what what would you say is uh, your biggest selling smoker? That's that's maybe a tough question. You maybe have multiple big sellers, but I'm always wondering, you know, what what's a big seller? There's actually been quite a few flying off the shelves today. There so has. I that's mean, why I asked that. Yeah. So the there's one behind us here. That trek, that little Green Mountain trek is probably the top seller. That's a cool looking grill and they're, smoker. they're 12 volt they and they're they're like a true smoker you know they have enough space you could get a pork butt in there you could do a small brisket mm-hmm. um that one honestly just flies off the shelf the louisiana line has stepped it up a lot in their designs lately and they're they're a good smoker as well but that one's the biggest seller by far okay, okay. track huh awesome and I, I see you carry a lot of you have jealous devil in there like tell us about your your different um charcoals yeah, so we right now we're just carrying the Jealous Devil line of charcoal. Okay. Um, we are probably going to bring in some of the Blues Hog stuff as well, but mm-hmm. um, Jealous Devil, maybe, I don't know, I'm partial to it. I really love the flavor on it. I use it as well. I just bought some of the stuff that, uh, I forget what it's called, I haven't used it yet, but it it's sounds a, It's like a bigger box. It's uh, like Onyx or something like that. It's the Onyx. hottest in the world or something like that. Yep, Up the, the cleanest. Yes, the cleanest in the world. Yeah, you got to give that a try, right? Yeah, I'll fry it up pretty pretty quick. Yep. Absolutely. And it's crazy. Whenever you, like, you guys have cooked a lot with charcoal, and yep. the, some of the brands, you get a lot of dirt and junk in the bottom. You know, I've found screws in there before, and some of these brands of charcoal, uh, yeah. it can be wow. really dirty. Um, Jealous Devil is just super clean, burns really hot. It's it's a good flavor. So. Some of the brands you like, you wonder, what what is this? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a hinge. <laughs> Where did that come from? How is that in there? <laughs> right, is right. that from a pallet? <laughs> no, it's a it, no. What a great event! You you guys did it right. You know, you have all these grills and, and products out. You know. Um, where you know what's your address here in Brainerd and um, can you tell us about you know where we can find you maybe on social media yeah so th- this is uh, 1525 Northern Pacific way I think it, God, I, sh- I should know that right uh, <laughs> <laughs> you've only been here how long uh, well, yeah <laughs> I don't come here much no, <laughs> no just just, so just look for the smokestack yeah you don't need right? to know the address just yeah just look for the giant smokestacks yeah. there above the horizon of the entire town of Brainerd um, in the historic NP Center right. um, but sure. on, we're on social media the smokestack MN um, the smokestack MN.com um, we we uh, jump on there quite a bit. Our our blog posts that we're doing on there. So we we share recipes every week. So every Saturday at this store and at the Alexandria store right now we have sample Saturday. Oh, so there you go. that's a this, great idea. Yeah. This happens every single week. This is maybe a little busier, but really good for yep. you. Yeah. So we're cooking something every week. We've had all kinds of fun dishes and things that we've tried. I I I like making. I like trying to figure out if I can make things that aren't barbecue once in a while that go with the barbecue flavors and seasonings and stuff or leftover barbecue so sure like we've done we've done briskets here we've done pulled pork ribs chicken you name it but it's some of the dishes that you got to try some variety once in a while you get any requests for samples 
You know, I don't think we haven't had any requests yet. Do you have one? Well, I mean, you know, so <laughs> so well, just, well done, stick. No, for, for instance, if you had you know pretty good brisket, you have folks come back and say, "Hey, man, when are you gonna make brisket again?" You know, or something like that. We we've had more like the, when are you doing a brisket class? There we um, go. Would be a good okay. one. So that's people want to know how they can learn tips and tricks and how to prep it. And David's awesome. Last year he did a full comp. Um, prep class here basically it wasn't really a class it was just a demonstration but it kind of turned into a class everybody congregated and listening to him talk it sounds like he's a pretty good teacher mm-hmm. he, he's a fantastic teacher and you know i'm sure there's secrets he's not telling us <laughs> but there's for the most part he's a pretty open book he, he loves helping people and help growing the sport mm-hmm. awesome i found that most most folks are like that though you know they they everybody's just generally friendly and helpful so. That's the best part about barbecue, isn't barbecue it? Barbecue community. Yep. Yeah, barbecue for sure. Community, yes. And we're, we're, we're happy to have met you, Corey. And it's yeah. it's a great store. We're, thank you for having us up here. Yeah. There hey, is, before we store. go, I, I do want to tell you, everybody always asks, where, how, like, what made you start this? And, yeah, we should and have I, asked that. And I yes. said, so my wife would love this story because she get, gets mad every time we talk about it. But so I got covid actually really and they locked me in my shop for 14 days and i had the checkbook so i started a barbecue store (laughs) you're staring at your bank account going i'm just gonna do it i said honey i think now's the time i have a little free time she's like no you don't (laughs) got some extra money did you ask for forgiveness later i did is that we we had talked about it for years but i i said you know what I said, now's the time. If we're going to do it, let's do it. Everybody's at home cooking. All the restaurants are shut down. Let's let's make a go of this, and we're sure glad it we does, did it. It seems like a lot of business have been started during COVID. We heard that, what, two weeks ago? Yep. Yeah, and, and it's, yeah, stimulus check yeah. <laughs> went to starting their business, yeah. uh, Saints and Sinners. Oh, really? I didn't they, know that story. That's an interesting, yeah, they, they said, I don't know if you've heard the story, but when we got our stimulus check, we... It stimulated our business, and that's that's it. that's what they said. So that's cool. Pretty pretty cool. Yeah, pretty pretty good way to use their money. Yeah, that one just came out yesterday. It did. Yeah, so. it did. So, well, I tell you what, you've got a really really nice store here. Uh, great products. I mean, all, you name it, it's here. I I, I love it. You know, I'll, I'll be sure to get something before I go. You promise? <laughs> promise. All right. And we're <laughs> and we're gonna talk to the Machete Boys next. Stay tuned. Okay, so we're back with David Ellis, the pitmaster from uh, Machete Boys Barbecue. And um, how's it going today? It's going good, man. It's uh, it's Minnesota in March, and it's not it is. negative seven. So I'm loving it today. Barbecue's in the air, and you know, smoke's rolling, meat's good, people are cruising around, having a beautiful day today. You just had to make us drive two and a half hours, didn't you? Everybody drove two and a half hours, man. <laughs> I was just going to say that we're way up in Brainerd. Yeah, I mean, this isn't this isn't too far of a drive. You know, being a pro team, you know, we, we drive sometimes eight, ten hours, right? Like some uh, next next weekend, in fact, we're driving 11 hours to go down and try and get our first comp in here in Missouri. So Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So this is a short drive. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, along those terms, uh, what's the relationship? What brings you uh, to Brainerd? I mean, how would you end up? Here at Smokestack Barbecue Supply yeah, Store. Tell us about that. Um, to be honest with you, man, I don't really know. Um, back when COVID hit, um, there was a contest that was up here that was held by uh, by Corey J uh, called the Hayfield. Right? Uh, if Corey's listening to this, that needs to come back at some point because Minnesota contests <laughs> are at a premium, so to speak. Um, but sure. uh, Corey, uh, I, I kind of did some tech work on the back end of that forum, um, and then our kind of relationship formed from there. Right? So. Um, 
And then the next thing I know, I think Corey got COVID and I've heard stories about how he was in his garage and from that spawned Smokestack Barbecue Supply he, Store. He said he wrote a check. Yeah. That's not it. how I heard it happen. <laughs> okay. um, I think yeah. what happened is he got a phone call from his wife saying, why are you spending all this money? So I think oh. it was actually credit cards that were involved and oh. not checks. <laughs> okay. So, uh, but, you know, Corey, Corey's a great guy, right? Um, and he... We kind of kept in touch, and then, you know, he invite, He wanted to have a class here. Um, I think it was a turkey class that we did for those guys. And, you know, at the conclusion of that turkey class, he, he approached us, and he was like, hey, you know, what do you guys need um, from, from a sponsor standpoint as a team, right? And from at that point in time, uh, you know, we were looking. We knew that we were going to be jumping to 20 contests a year. Um, and at KCBS, you don't make this is you're, if you're in this game to make money, you are in the wrong game. It's an expensive sport, right? and it's expensive. So we we need all the help that we can get, right? So, um, you know, we were just quite upfront with him when we told him what we needed, and uh, you know, he thought about it for a little while. I came back up here for God knows what, probably because I was fishing or driving or something, because Malax is close and mm -hmm. swung by the store, and he was like, "Hey, oh, man, let's sign let's sign you up and uh, you know get you some help," and that's where the relationship started. So. Part of me, um, you know, fulfilling my end of that relationship is getting out here and rubbing rubbing elbows with the barbecue community here in Brainerd. Um, and that's it. Honestly, that's what I love to do is talk about barbecue, cook barbecue. If it's got barbecue involved, I want to I want to be there. Right. So I try and get up here and, and, and just help out as much as I can. Right. Sell a grill, you know, uh, sell some rubs, you know, just see what see what's going on in the community up here. So, you know, that's what that's why we're up here. So today, did you, uh, you did you bring your grills or are you using his stuff, the stuff from the store? No, everything everything we're using today is from the store, right? So, uh, you know, I think we've got four or five grills fired up here, right? He's got his big pig rig over there. We cooked some ribs on there today. Um, we've got the, uh, we I think he's got, I don't know all the brands of these things, man. There's like, so many of these things out here. He's got, got the Hasty Bake here. A Hasty Bake, yeah. We cooked a steak over there on the Hasty Bake, and we did a couple of, uh, a couple of, uh, a couple of some chicken wings on one of the Louisiana grills. They look really nice. Yeah. They, they weren't bad. They were pretty good. And then uh, we <laughs> did, uh, I'm going to do some a pork chop demo here that we're going to film uh, film, film, and uh, try, and, try and make some content out of, too. As well. Okay. So, for, for, yeah. you, for YouTube? For YouTube, yeah, it's gonna go on our YouTube channel or um, or just any other channel, or just just general content. I think Corey wants to try and use it for his store for some recipes and stuff he's got going on too. So it's gonna be pretty cool. Awesome. So I, I do I do have one more question. I yeah. mean, this is um, so you used his his the 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 grills and smokers were supplied today. Yeah, and I've had some of your food. I I, I did I tasted your food. That's a testament. Your food was pretty good. I'm, it was. Excellent. Pretty good. You tell that to everybody. I, I, I mean, oh. you're probably are you the guy that tells everybody that okay, your food's good because it was free and you didn't have to pay <laughs> for it, right? It, you know? it, it was free, yeah. but but I tell you, you know what? You didn't use your own equipment, and that to me that's great because I know what I can do on my my smoker yeah. to use someone else's and then have a product like that. I, I tell you what, that was good. I mean, I, I appreciate it, but I, I think one of the one of the things about getting to and i don't call myself a pit master i call myself a pit boss but i think one of the things that are about getting to the next level with your barbecue is being able to understand the meat itself and what the meat is doing and when the meat is done and it's appropriate and it's it's ready to rock right that that i feel that in my heart right like i feel if i can show up and cook on anything and, and knock it out of the park i think i'm in a good spot right so hearing you that did. hearing that makes me makes me very happy. that's a huge level of talent to be able to do that david it, it's that's talent not everybody can I, do that. I appreciate it, it, it and I, I'm, 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 there's no kidding here. I'm, like, I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah, because I, I, I have a new smoker myself, and I'm gonna have to practice on it. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you worked on something that's not yours. I, yeah. 
I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Well, tell us about that. You know, you like to teach people. I, I noticed you were over here instructing someone, poking, you know, with your thermopen, you're yeah. showing them, you know, the pullback and so on. Yeah. You know, what, what's your what's your thoughts of that? I mean, what what is your how do you teach? How do I teach, man? It's by for me, I'm a I'm a visual learner, um, and I'm also like I, I like to be hands on, right? I, you gotta you gotta go out there and make those mistakes to understand when things are going wrong and when things are going right and what adjustments you need to make for for it to become the product that you want in the end, right? Repetition and practicing with purpose is what gets you the ability to get to that next level and to to be a pro, man. And and if you don't if you're not putting those reps in then you're absolutely, you know, you're you're behind the ball because everyone else that's out there is is putting those reps in. Awesome. Well, we have someone join us. Who, who's joining us today? Oh, man, this is number two. Number two? Yeah. Hi, everybody. This is Kristen. Hi, Kristen. So uh, what's your role on the team? Tell us that. My role on the team? I would say I pick up where he drops stuff off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Literally <laughs> drop <laughs> stuff off. <laughs> do, you, do you run the box up there? Or <laughs> drop it off? <laughs> I actually do. Um, I do run boxes. I help out uh, in the trailer with seasoning. I get up early, help the guys with uh, putting stuff on, getting things going, wrapping. So literally, literally where the guys get busy, I kind of step in and, and she's she's not giving herself enough credit, man. Kristen is uh, Kristen is a an asset to this team in all, all means of the, all means of it, right? Um, literally. She's helping to stock the trailer the week before we get ready to go to comp, right? Um, she's helping to, to put boxes together, calming me down when I'm losing my stuff, man. Mm -hmm. um, talking me off the ledge, so to speak. Making sure our stuff gets there on time most of the time. Um, there, we had an incident once where she didn't get a box to the table on time. That cost us a contest, but... Uh, yeah, it happens. It, it happens. And to be Happened fair, to Tori. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do you yes. want to talk about it? And it'll never happen no. again. No. <laughs> if it doesn't happen to you one time, I mean, that'll keep it from happening again, right? Yeah. And, and Kristen, she, she understands the processes. You know, she, she keeps it honest and makes sure that, uh, you know, I'm staying on my own program that I advise, right? Because I can, I can, I've been known to, to meddle and to, uh, to, to let go of things a little bit. So she helps to make sure that uh, the program stays where it needs to be. That's awesome. Well, Kristen, you're also a judge, right? I yeah, I am a certified judge. KCBS so, judge. I am KCBS. Uh, 2016, I got certified. Done some some contests, and then uh, David invited me to help out on a on a cook for People's Choice, and sort of ended up on the team since then. So I haven't done as much. She judging. was roped in. She wasn't going back in the team. <laughs> So I was going to ask that. How did you guys end up getting together? You know, I mean, would, did you compete against each other? It's, it's kind of how Matt and I met. Yeah. Is it, I mean, how how did how'd you form the team? <laughs> <laughs> so the team is uh, Machete Boys Barbecue started uh, in 2016 with me and my friends out in the woods making some bad decisions. Um, with a machete? With a machete in the middle of a rainstorm with a lean-to trying to keep rain off of us, lightning around. We were wondering how you got the name. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just those guys. Those guys are my best friends, man. We made some bad decisions, um, and and it just somebody started calling us the Machete Boys in the middle of this night, in the middle of this torrential downpour, where we're holding up these machetes, trying to keep the rain off of us because somebody's bright idea to go camping to clear some land this weekend happened, and 
after that weekend, it became a logo, and it, I had lots of friends that were graphic designers, so it became it became just this thing. Mm-hmm. And then um, when I got into barbecue, that is where um, that's where I was like, I need a team name, and I talked to the guys. I was like, Hey, I'm gonna use Machete Boys as my barbecue team name, and it stuck from there, and it just kind of kind of evolved. But where these guys came in from, man, is I we I used to I, I'm in tech. I've been in tech for a long time. I worked at Thomson Reuters. Okay. Um, I was a storage engineer at the time. You know, you know, we always do things right every time. <laughs> this one, Kristen, um, wink, wink. <laughs> Kristen would always show up, and uh, you know, she's like, "My stuff's broken." I was like, "Why'd you brace your stuff? Why is that my problem?" Checking his work. Yeah. Is what he means. My stuff is broken. So it was literally like every week. And I couldn't get rid of this girl, man. She's like every week she was just kept showing up all the time. So, you know, uh, somehow we became friends, um, forced or not, or whatever you want to call it. And then uh, we got to talk about barbecue. And I think we decided we were going to take a judging class together. Uh, And then we took spring training together. Uh, We judged a couple of times together. I knew right away that I was going to be cook, a cook, so I, I went that route um, and started cooking a little bit, and she did her judging thing. And then when I needed help one time, I was like, well, I need somebody that kind of knows what's going on, <laughs> right. has an idea. Having so, a judge in the team definitely is, is oh, an advantage. It helps, yeah. Absolutely. It, it does. So I, I roped her in, man, and here she is. All righty. So we have another uh, team member that just showed up. you like to uh, introduce yourself, sir? Sure. My name is uh, Kevin Codner. Uh, I'm, uh, I would say, I would say the outside guy, uh, I jokingly refer to myself as David's flunky or I, I do all the stuff that he doesn't want to do and doesn't need to do so he can just focus on, on the meat and, and you know, and, and getting everything right. So flunky, that's, that's kind of harsh on yourself there, isn't it? Uh, Again, not giving himself too much credit. It's, it's accurate. <laughs> you, something that stood out to me was crowd control. Now, you know, so... I know there's great food. Are you keeping people away from the food? I mean, what's going on here? Tell me about that. Are you his bodyguard or or David's bodyguard? (laughs) What's going on? Ironically, yeah. Actually, I do keep people away from David. When (laughs) when someone stops by with questions, I I tend to spend all of my time outside the trailer. So I get up first thing in the morning. I load the drums. I light the drums. You know, I I get, you know, kind of take care and make sure that's going. That gives David an extra half an hour of sleep and, and that. So, you know, it's, it works well. And then, like I said, when somebody wants to, you know, has questions or whatever, I field the stuff outside and allow him again to just stay focused on the competition. And It's great. Yeah. Great, great teamwork. So you're, when you get up and do that, are you pretty methodical? You put the same amount of charcoal in? You put the same, how does that work? Yeah, it's, you know, <coughs> what we... The, Go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say he's yeah. at the point now. Kevin has evolved, right? Like when he mm-hmm. when I first met Kevin, didn't know a lick about barbecue. Nothing would, would burn a piece of toast. Probably still burn <laughs> toast, but he could probably cook ribs pretty good now. But no, um, Kevin has learned the program, man. I'm proud of Kevin, and like he absolutely does pick up where I live off. But he he better. I, I'm looking because he better be putting the same amount of charcoal and the same pieces of wood in there every time because if you yep. don't, that's gonna affect the end product. Got to be consistent. So, yeah, it's, you know, I know exactly, you know, we have have the baskets and they get filled to a certain height. And, you know, it's, yeah, so it's, you just got to stay consistent with it. Just just tell them what the menu is for the day and you know what to do. (laughs) Pretty much. Perfect. That's awesome. Uh, We we were going to ask you uh, just a few questions about, you know, your chase here, like what you're you're looking to to do in the future as far as, you know, you're, you're chasing a, 
a grand championship is, is that what i hear <laughs> yeah, yeah man yeah um jeff vanderlinde and a few other choice people from the minnesota barbecue looking society they like to call us uh, what do they call us Bridesmaids, bridesmaids barbecue. Bridesmaids barbecue. Because <laughs> you're just right about there, right? We man, if I could tell you how many times we've been cl so close, it's 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 crazy. But that, you know, that would be twice, David. <laughs> that would be twice. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, we're still chasing that first GC. It's gonna come, right? Um, we put we're putting in the reps. We're putting in the the hard work. Um, you know, we're cooking, where which is the the biggest part of this, right? You got to be cooking. You got to stay relevant. You gotta you gotta build that consistency and get those reps in, and it'll come, man. Um, you know that's that's one of the goals for this year is to, to cook our first GC or get our first GC. Um, hopefully, maybe next weekend if we're lucky and the stars align, we can put that in there. I think Furlong's probably nailed it the best. This is the only sport in America I can think of where there's a luck component involved mm -hmm. yeah, to finishing the day. They did say that. Joey said that. Yep. I think didn't he? Yep. Uh, one of the two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those are good guys, by the way. They are good guys, man. Yeah, they, they talk about you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all good, I hope. All good, I hope. We're not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like, that's that's the part I can't control, and that's the part that eats me up, I think, most about every competition. Sure. Is, you know, you can have a great cook, and everything will be going your way, and then you'll hit that brisket table, where the best brisket on the table was ninth place, and you needed, and you needed a seventh place to win but you so had close. the worst brisket on that table but those judges hated barbecue that day anyway so you weren't you, there's no way in hell you were going to yep. finish that competition i've seen it happen it happens it, it, it sucks it does it does it, it's happened to the best of us tori <laughs> well, you, you think you turn in something just great and it, you, you're surprised yeah it it well yeah well, we'll let me go there <laughs> let me ask you, for, for our listeners you talked about the grand champion explain this uh, uh american royal what's that about man so the american royal is like the world series of barbecue that is if you're in this game and you don't know about the american royal you should look it up but it is the the grand the world series of barbecue that's the pinnacle of where everyone wants to be that's the trophy that you want to lift there's two uh, two parts of that weekend there's the invitational which you have to win a gc to be a part of there and then there's the open right okay um getting to cook it had been previously my mindset um until recently convinced by Kristen, and i guess a few other people that we weren't going to the american royal until we can cook the opening and invitational um so and that's the the reason I was thinking that way is because I, I felt like you know I didn't deserve to be there unless I had won a GC. But I, I think we've probably reached the point now where we feel like we deserve to be there. Oh, sure. Yeah. Guys, yeah. Yeah. We're good, we're good enough. We we're, we belong enough, there. Right. And I mean, we're certainly not going to go cook a 15 team contest in the backwoods of Iowa again <laughs> that we could lose anyway. Right. Sure. So. Yep. You know, we're going to go down there. We're going to give it our best. Right. And then if we happen to get our GC before the cutoff date and we get to cook the uh, the open too, then. The imitational too, then by all means, let's Could you imagine if you get your first GC there? Could you imagine that? If I got to wait that long, I'm going to be a very unhappy. <laughs> 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 but that would be that would be pretty epic, man. It would. Um, that uh, that definitely changes changes the outlook of things, man. And that's that's there's a few a few contests and a few things in barbecue that you want to accomplish. Uh, cooking the royal and winning the royal is one of them. Houston livestock rodeo show is another one. Um, the Memphis in May is another one. I'm forgetting it. Jack. And the, Jack. And the Jack, right? Okay. If the I could Jack. get all four of those. The Jack Daniels? Yeah. yeah. Jack if Daniels. I could get all four of those, I'd, I'd be very happy. Then you'd retire? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs>
There's you, no quitting. There's, there's no, no passing quit. the torch to anybody. There's right? no, no passing. There's no torch to be passed. I'm keeping it. Because okay. then you got to give up the secrets, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's that's what's funny about this game is how many secrets do you think there are in barbecue anymore? None. None. There's none. Everybody's using the same thing. Everybody's going get after the same goal. How you might get there might differ, but at the end, the products and the, the things, the teams that are in the top, those top 10 teams, the products that they're turning in are all so close. Mm-hmm. So very it's close. Tenths of a tenth of a tenth right? of a point. And you can take classes now. It might. We just went to a class by Fergalicious and um, Heavy Smoke Barbecue, right? Heavy Smoke. And nothing in that class was mind-blowing, but it was a good reminder about some of the things that we, we needed to improve upon or, you know, to tweak. Or to kind of tweak and maybe give you a reminder and maybe, yeah. maybe learn a little bit. Yeah, but all that's to say is none of it's secret. I mean, some of it you got to pay for, but it's not secret. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have a lot of great. They had a lot of great tips, and that's a great thing about going to class, right? Yeah. You see how somebody else does it, compare it to what what you're doing, and and walk away with you know new ways to do it. Um, always you know a tip, a trick, a tool. Yeah. You know to do it easier. You know, I I was always uh, I was watching them. Uh, rap and I was like, oh, that's a lot faster way to wrap than we do in our trailer. Right? Oh, a different like, way of wrapping the ribs. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the, it's not going to change the product, but it does shorten the time, right? So that we can get to where we need to be faster, sure. right? um, which helped. And we tried that last weekend in our test cook, and it, it worked out fabulous. But it was yeah. also like a light bulb. Like, why didn't I think of this before? Yeah. Right. So there's it, a lot of those. Why didn't we think of that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's funny you said that because we were going to ask you for a pro tip. We just got it. Oh, man. <laughs> you got more? You got more? We'll, we'll take it. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I guess the biggest pro tip, man, if you're just cooking in the backyard, you're focused on chicken and ribs, is, and I tell this, I've told this to numerous people, is when you're practicing, practice, practice with intention. Practice, you know, if you know that every time that you get your ribs done that they're tight, then cook those ribs until they're they're falling off the bone so that you know what that feels like, so that you know what that smells like, so that you know... That those have gone too far, right? Because then you know, Even, if you shoot short of that, then you're probably getting closer, and you're in ball, right ballpark, right? But also, bad. also practice everything together, right? Like lots of guys will go and they'll, they'll practice chicken one weekend, they'll practice ribs one weekend, and they'll go to a competition. The chicken will be on point. They can't do them all together. They can't like, do them all together. You got to practice everything all together. Exactly. Right. Like, That's why we're still backyard teams, Tori. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we can't get the two right. <laughs> I haven't made it to the backyard. I'm still in the house. <laughs> Come on, no, but you know that's that's that practice is important, right? And 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 practicing everything all together and practicing with intent, right? It's it's that's that's a that's a pro tip. Right? Well, when you, when you turn pro, is there anything you change, like from yeah. from backyard to pro? Like when you made that switch, what 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 made you change and and made a decision to change and yeah. go into pro? Uh, well, we won backyard team of the year for Minnesota, and then we thought our shit was hot, and we yeah. didn't stick. <laughs> it's time. It's pro. time. It's time to go. Yep. Yeah. No, I think it was for me. I'm not a competitive person, right? So I didn't want to challenge myself. No. What a liar you are. <laughs> no. Um. It was uh for me, it's it was about challenging myself and challenging the team and getting to the next level. Um. And we very quickly found out we were not pros, mm-hmm. right? Like we had so much that we didn't know and so much that we had to learn. Um, and we just, after that was just putting in the work, right, to get there. Um, but it was, it's really just a decision and money, right? You got the money it's, to spend? It's an expensive sport. It is. And Very practice. expensive sport. So not to take anything away from the, the backyard teams, but, you know, th- is there a learning curve from going backyard 
for, for if we were to switch into it and go to pro, it's it's definitely a lot. It's it's a lot to to digest, right? So it is a lot to digest, but you also you 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 need to learn your timelines, right? Your timelines are going to switch, right? And I feel like backyard guys kind of having a leg up in that regard are are kind of not a leg up, but they're they're. Um, they're at a disadvantage in that regard because there is no set timeline for you guys, right? Like, you guys always have to turn in your chicken and ribs at, at different times. Like, every contest can schedule it an hour apart if they want to be. KCBS, that is always the same thing, right? So, like, technically speaking, I could probably give you a timeline. You could, get, get, you could turn it in. You'd have to cook it, but you could turn it in if you followed that timeline pretty closely, right? Um, but, yeah, it's... It, I mean, was it a big awakening for you when you, when you, when you jumped into it? Yeah, it probably man, was. yeah. If you listen to a talk that I gave, uh, I did, talked at spring training about uh, changing from backyard to pro one. You did? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and if you listen to that talk and go back, I tell you, you, you could probably assume how, I don't drink anymore, but you could probably assume from that conversation that we were probably not the soberest team <laughs> at the contest, right? Like Kevin used to bring three bottles of Fireball to every contest <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why he did that. Well, I was thirsty. <laughs> Fireball's dangerous, well, guys. Well, Come hold on. on. First of all, how do, how do you do it? How do you cook barbecue and not drink? Not, not have I, a cocktail? I'm not understanding that. Uh, so the, the, it was a personal decision for me not to drink anymore. That's great. Sure, sure. Right? Yeah. Like, uh, so I stopped I stopped drinking, but it, it changed my focus. I bet. A little bit, right? I bet um, it helped. It's Now I'm hyper-focused. I probably am not as calm anymore. Over-focused. Over that's, that's, yeah. that's what she's for. <laughs> to, to calm you down. To calm yes. me down. Yeah, so... Um, but I was saying that is because when, when you're not drinking all the time, and you know, it's still good to go and have fun. But it is, uh, you, you, all, you need to remember why you're there. And, you know, our focus went from not only having fun, but I want to win, right? I'm sick of driving home 11 hours and being in 25th place out of 25 teams. That sucks. That feeling is horrible. For sure. Or 50. Or 50 out of, out of 50. You pick the number, right? So... If you're gonna do this and you're gonna invest the time and the money into it, I think you need to you need to keep that that aspect of it in check, right? Gotcha. Um, I think a lot of the teams that are on the top, do any of them? Some of them drink. Do any of them drink anymore? Do they drink after they after they turn in? I think they do. And I'm not saying don't go out there and have oh, a few course beers. Not. Of I'm just not. saying don't be don't be the David Ellis of the competition from what, what was that 2019. 2018 and yeah. 2019. Don't be David Ellis 2018, 19. No. That, okay. that, that's not doing yourself any favor. That's a good good tip. No, Honestly, sure. it is. There's you know, another pro tip. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't, don't start drinking at noon when you have to turn in at 4. Right? Yeah. Yeah. right? You're going to have some problems. I don't know how we got through that. We never missed a turn in until I got sober. Oh. I don't know how we did it. I, I didn't show up. That was the that was the problem. That's <laughs> why we missed that one. Is that that was the, the one that was? I wasn't there. Oh, I guess. I tell so you what, when you talked about the pro tip a minute ago, when you said learn how to cook uh, two things at once or you know cook everything all together, I can attest to that. I tr I did it for the first time last year. I did chicken and ribs, and I didn't get the chicken turned in because I I just wasn't used to doing two things. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a skill set. It's like even today, you know, we had the ribs going, the pork was going, the chicken wings are going, right? And that's why it's great having a team and having these guys is because they can like I can hand off like a rack of ribs and tell Kristen to go, you know, go do what needs to be done with those ribs because they're familiar with the program. Or, you know, I can be paying attention to the pork and Kevin knows our timeline, so he knows when it's time to light the chicken can, or, or you know, he knows when it's time to like maybe put a water pan here and move something over there or rotate things like. All those, all those things are happening, right? And 
there are guys that could do this by themselves, but I absolutely could not do that. Tori tries to do it. It's not easy. <laughs> it's it's, it's, not it's tough. It, it, yeah, it takes it takes a team. It, it, and you're a pit boss, right? Yeah, I call myself a pit boss. Yeah. Pit boss. So yeah. you're, you manage everybody. I, More or less. I don't know if they manage me or <laughs> I don't know. We but, might not listen real well <laughs> when it comes to that. The judge and the enforcer. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> you know, I needed titles for them, official titles for the new website to just launch. I think I'm going to put the judge and the enforcer on the, on the that titles. Is. Thank you very much, Tori. I appreciate that. Yeah. Good job, Tori. Yeah. We're, we're going to move on to, to do a lightning round. It's called the Machete Boys Barbecue Lightning Round. Okay. What do you, what do you think of that? Well, that's getting yeah. You, you have to give us some answers. Okay. Uh, you know, quickly. Okay. All right. You ready? All right. Lump or briquettes? Lump. Royal Why? Oak Lump. Yeah. Why? I mean, it's the hottest, cleanest burned charcoal you can get in America. Why not? Okay. Okay. Good answer. Pulled pork or brisket? Brisket. Brisket. I like pulled pork better. That's just me. But you know, I, I don't have a good answer. I don't know. It's all good. Here's why. Here's why. Pulled pork is fine, but on its own, pork is bland. Unless I get a hold of it, then it's probably pretty good. <laughs> but um, but brisket, brisket is brisket is like good, man. When you get a good brisket and it's juicy and it pulls apart right, like I get excited about brisket. Pork is like it's pork, but brisket I can get excited. I think it about. takes more skill to do a brisket as well. So do you not like brisket as much because you think you're not as skilled? No, I just I like I like pulled pork. You like pulled pork? I do. Oh, I guess I know I'm weird. To each their own. All right. Um, hot and fast or slow and low? Hot and fast, baby. Who's got all night? And why do you want to warm it to death? <laughs> Stop that! <laughs> wow, I like it. <laughs> well, tell us what temp do you cook at? Uh, north of 300. Really? Yeah. So you just pound it out. Done. I mean, we by we I mean Kevin. <laughs> gets up you know at 5 a.m and lights things up and then uh you know i'm i'm usually out in about about six right and everything is off of our smokers we if we're if we're humming along what time 11 30 is our is everything's done 11 30 wow. no right? kidding yeah and i mean that's 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 what that's what's awesome about it i get more time to enjoy the comp i get more time to try and relax i get more time to hang out with these guys you know it's uh it makes it it makes it it makes the day go a lot faster right like and it's awesome to get stuff done like you you, you don't need all day you don't need 24 hours i think somebody was telling me they smoked a pork butt for 27 hours and i, I looked yeah. at them and that's said, ridiculous yeah. why that's, yeah that's well, oversmoked i hear the same thing with, with brisket too it doesn't take all that no it doesn't and i mean to be honest with you i was just telling some guys inside right like they were asking me and they were kind of amazed because they were like you cooked this at 300 how is it not burned up and i and explaining to them is like in my opinion, somebody else is probably going to disagree with me, but in my opinion, pork likes heat because it takes heat to, to render out some of those fats. And in competition exactly. especially, we're cooking uh, products that have a higher fat content because they are going to be juicier. Mm -hmm. And if you're cooking those products at 250 degrees, you're probably not going to render out all that fat in time. And who wants to stay up all night? Sure. Yeah? It's going to take a while. It's going to take sure. a little bit. Well, that's a great answer. Dry ribs or sauce ribs? Machete boy ribs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they're somewhere in between, right? Um, they have a, a light sauce on them. Uh, those, I mean, can you call it a sauce? I mean, like I'm braising a glaze, a, a glaze, right? Like sure. I'm, I'm, bra I'm finishing them off. I'm braising them, right? So it's like, um, you know, what what's coming out of there is like a little glaze that's on there. But you know, as far as a sauce, I mean, I enjoy a sauce on a rib, but I enjoy a dry rub rib. I like barbecue, man. It's okay, just, you're, yeah. you're, not, you're not fussy. Not fussy, but if I had to, if I had if you had to make me choose, I'd probably I'd probably go sauced. 
Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Uh, here's the money question. 195 or 203? Are we talking about pork again? <laughs> We're talking about whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. yeah. N- nothing at that temperature is done except for chicken. So. Okay. So what, what temp do you recommend going to? Or do you just go to feel? Uh, everything's for feel for me. Perfect. Um, I was trying to demonstrate this to somebody else as well. But, I mean, if you're out there, you're listening to this, and you're trying to make better barbecue, st- turn that probe around the other way and learn what it feels like when, when, it, when, when it's tender, right? Because that's, that's the ultimate point. You don't want it falling, above the, falling apart, but you want what somebody once referred to as ours. I think, where was this, Warren's? The lady with no teeth eating our pork? Yeah. Yeah. She was like, I don't even have any teeth. I eat this pork. It's great. I was like, yes, ma'am. We did our job great today. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, turn that probe around, man, and learn what it feels like when, when things are tender, right? And if you need to learn that, get a, a stick of butter, set it on the counter, let it soften up, and stick your probe into that there butter. There you go. Right? So that you can feel. That's essentially, it, that's true. There's a little bit, there's little bits of, uh, there's little bits of differences between cooking, uh, cooking pork and cooking ribs. And risk it and how what how much of that you how much resistance you need on the end of your needle there, but uh, there's not much, right? And if you can get that feel, the temperature is irrelevant. Except for chicken, cook your chicken until it's yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. Because oh. tenderness, tenderness is very important. It, it's uh, a third of your score, right? More than a third, isn't it? I don't know who's the mathematician. Well, where's the judge here? Doesn't she know? <laughs> she's retired. She's not she retired anymore. Well, they're weighted scores, aren't don't, they? Don't the poison any part? judges. That's what I <laughs> right. Fifties under the box. Is it still fifties or is it hundred now? Depends on the contest. Oh damn it! So you're saying make sure the chicken is done when you turn it in. Yeah. Or you're in deep trouble. You're in deep disqualified. Trouble. Disqualified. Well, well, David, Kevin, and Kristen. Uh, it's been a really, really good talk. I mean, learned a lot of things in just a short time. Uh, for our listeners, where can they find you? I mean, you have social media. I mean, where, where can where can we look you up? Yeah, man, we're uh, we're everywhere except for uh, Twitter and TikTok. Um, no TikTok, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know if I can get on TikTok, man. Nah, me neither. <laughs> I used to use the excuse that it was owned by the Chinese, but I don't know if I can use that one anymore. I think an American company bought it. Did Oracle buy TikTok? I don't know. You might be right. I, I, I just recently got it. Yeah. I don't know if I can get on there. I guess I might be strong in there. But Facebook, uh, YouTube, uh, we recently just spun up our YouTube channel. Get generating some more content out there. Looking to get to 100 subscribers so it can be uh, Machete Boys Barbecue instead of some weird URL. Um, that'd be cool. Oh, it switches over then? It's Well, you can claim it then. Oh. So before somebody else, Machete Boys Barbecue comes out, if you guys could all just go hit that subscribe button on that YouTube channel, I would love it. Gotcha. Yeah, and Instagram too, and Instagram, right? So, um, you know, Tori usually asks that one. And yep. Yeah. yep, we're we're out there, man. Uh, and it, we're all about organic growth. We're not buying we're not buying uh, buying followers or users or anything, right? Mm-hmm. I think we're only like at eight hundred, right? That's that's a good start. Hey, that's good. What's wrong with eight hundred? Nothing's wrong with eight hundred. But that's, I, we've, that's been, we've been we've <laughs> been we've had that Instagram channel or that Instagram for a little while for a while, right? So I mean, it's been a slow start, right? And you get busy, man. There's a lot of stuff going on. It's tough. We got barbecue to cook. Yeah. We do have barbecue. Yeah, barbecue to cook. Yeah. What's your next contest then? St. Roberts, Missouri next weekend. Okay. It's a double. Starting off strong. We'll, we'll follow you to see how you do. Well, get your hopefully. get your GC out of the way. You know, if we get it next weekend, then I'm going to have to be on this podcast every week because I'm also superstitious. <laughs> this might be some good luck. <laughs> we'll, we'll have you back. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. Barbecue Fantastic. people definitely not superstitious. No, not at all. No. I want to say one more thing. I saw that truck today. That, excuse me, the trailer. 
That thing is nice. Thank you. Um, I can't take any credit for it. Uh, we are excited about it, though. Um, we'll post some pictures up. But it, it looks good, man. Uh, Corey and uh, Corey and Jay- Jamie. Jamie. Sorry, I'm horrible with names. <laughs> Corey and Jamie, um, they, they took good care of us. And uh, Corey's graphic girl did an amazing job. Like, it it exceeds my expectations by all means, man. I love it. It's good. Look, excellent. Yeah. So, Corey's a little jealous. He has a trailer too, so he's yeah. thinking about well, doing the same thing. I, I haven't done it because I don't know if I'm gonna keep that one. I might need might get one about your size. So, about my, how big is yours? It's, it's a, little a bit, six by twelve, I think. A little bit. Okay. Yours is a little bit wider, maybe. I don't know. It's short though, man. It's like we just got that thing updated and decked out, and I'm already that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit smaller. Mine's a little bit smaller. Now. Yeah. Well, no, that's all you need. We'll give you a tour. Awesome. We got five minutes. All right. Sounds I'll great. take it. Yeah. All right, everybody. We're going to get rolling, and, and it was it was a blast to talk to all of you, and, and thank you so much. Yeah. And um, thank you for having us to make the make the trek to see you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, Appreciate absolutely. It. And everybody, get out there and smoke something. <laughs> <laughs>